0: You're listening to FAVOR, a peak potential newsletter created by Jolana R. Bostwick to encourage and uplift women to live out their God-given dreams. An Encouraging Note by J.R.B. Dear friends, my greatest title is that of mom. I became a mom when I was 28 after adopting two young boys after fostering them for a year. As soon as I met my children, I felt the Holy Spirit speak to me that I would watch them grow, that I would be their mom. That was over 10 years ago. I remember the day when their voices deepened and they stood tall over me. I wanted time to stop. I wanted to rewind to when I first met them at 10 and 11, or if possible, to a time when they were toddlers before i knew them if i could just sneak back to see them as babies i know just wishful thinking as i've said before wishing can weigh us down i often have to snap back to reality and recognize that my job as a mom is only beginning there is so much to experience with them as they are turning into adults yes they may make mistakes I know I have as a parent and I will let them learn from them. Yes, I will want to crowd over them but instead I will give them space and time to grow. I believe this is what was being spoken into my heart years ago that I would get a chance to see them not only grow physically but mentally and spiritually. Aren't we all on this journey of growth though? As children of God, our Almighty Father is giving us an opportunity to make mistakes and time to grow from them. I know I'm not the same person I used to be, and hallelujah for that notion. I wouldn't dare go back to the old version of me because this version has done much learning and I am looking forward to much more with God's covering and protection. As moms, let us remember we will always be there to protect our children, but let us also realize where our covering and theirs comes from ultimately as we grow. They Said I Could Not, But I Did by Jennifer Thomas. From an early age, I imagined I would be a mom. My mother and grandmothers were the ultimate role models. They were always present, working hard, engaging with their communities, and supporting their loved ones primarily. I assumed I would follow them and have my own family someday. I had a carefree childhood instead of teenage years, and then I got sick. It was my senior year of high school. I started losing weight. I had digestive issues. I was increasingly anxious. When I started Vassar College, I was barely 100 pounds. Over the course of my four years there, I did well academically while struggling physically and emotionally. I saw doctor after doctor and took test after test. It became a relentless cycle, misdiagnosis, treatment, lack of results, new diagnosis. No matter what we tried, I could not gain weight. I felt frustrated and ashamed when doctors started asking the same question. Are you eating enough? I would say yes with confidence, but could not offer an alternative explanation for what was happening. I felt completely powerless. I will never forget the day I sat down with my campus doctor and found myself asking about pregnancy. I said I wanted to be a mom and hoped my low weight would not prevent this from happening. Her response was matter of fact. I don't think that's going to be possible for you. I was stunned. I was devastated. I was not planning to be a mother anytime soon, but suddenly I cannot even dream of it. My future was not my own. During my senior year, I connected with a naturopathic doctor and after a single consultation, she suggested a gluten-free diet. Within two weeks, I had gained five pounds. I had energy again. I was on the path to discovering the cause of my health issues, celiac disease. Adopting a gluten-free diet changed everything, and yet there it was, the nagging feeling in the back of my mind. Did the diagnosis come too late? Fast forward to 2018. I had worked in Northwest Arkansas, completed graduate school, moved to St. Louis, and gotten married. My husband and I were thinking about children. Those terrifying words, I don't think that's going to be possible for you, lingered even as my OBGYN said there was no reason to assume we would have any issues at this point. After several months of trying, it happened. I could not believe it. I was over the moon. The pregnancy went smoothly, and Evelyn Kate was born in late February 2019. She weighed in at a healthy 8 pounds and 10 ounces, but arrived with respiratory distress. This led to a short stay in the NICU. She amazed us with her fighting spirit and calm demeanor. Day by day, we were able to remove the tubes providing oxygen, antibiotics, and nutrients, and on day four, we were able to take her home. Evelyn Kate turned two this February. She is already full of personality. She is kind, clever, compassionate, and funny. She is an avid reader, budding conversationalist, and nature enthusiast. She keeps me on my toes and melts my heart with every tear, giggle, hug, and handhold. I continue to battle feelings of self-doubt and anxiety as a mom, but even in the most challenging moments, motherhood has renewed my sense of possibility. We cannot know exactly what the future will bring, but I can be confident in myself and my ability to advocate and to forge the path I am on day by day. My path is all the sweeter with Evelyn by my side. She is a gift, and she is the reason I can embrace a future yet unknown. Becoming a Mother by Monica Vidal. Becoming a Mother. It is not the same journey for every woman. Each one of us has our own story to tell, And no matter what your story is, it is beautiful. My husband and I struggled with infertility due to my PCOS for five years. We went to a specialist and tried diets and remedies. Nothing seemed to work, but we kept our faith with God. After five years trying, we had come to the realization that if we were to become parents one day, then it would be completely up to God and not us or any doctors. On August 7th, 2019, those two lines appeared across the test. In all honesty, I took eight at-home pregnancy tests and still couldn't believe it. I was in awe because I had lost my faith and hoped that one day I'd be a mother. I called my doctor and went to get my blood drawn to confirm my pregnancy so I could share the news with my husband. After a few hours, I received the call that I was indeed pregnant with our first baby. I remember feeling so many emotions. It felt as if I was dreaming. Later that night, that day, I put together a gift box to announce the news. Seeing him open the gift was a dream come true. A month later, we arrived at our first prenatal appointment and we got to see our growing baby who was measuring at 10 weeks. He was so tiny but had such a strong heartbeat. The feeling you get when you hear your baby's heartbeat for the first time is unforgettable. It was really happening. We were finally going to be parents. I can still remember lying there, staring at the screen with tears in my eyes and then looking up at my husband and seeing that smile from ear to ear. We were both so in love with our baby and anxiously waiting for his arrival. The morning of October 17th, my water broke unexpectedly. I was 17 weeks pregnant and knew it wasn't normal or time for him to be born yet. I rushed to the clinic and as I waited for my husband to arrive, I was examined and the baby was checked. He still had a heartbeat but my water had broken. I was taken to labor and delivery and I was monitored for 24 hours and sent home since I had not dilated and wasn't in any pain. I was put on bed rest, but at 18 weeks I rushed to the hospital because I had felt the umbilical cord and my body was trying to push him out. He no longer had a heartbeat when we arrived and I had to be induced. Our prince was born sound asleep on October 25th, 2019 at 3.35am and weighed 5.6 ounces. It has been hard, but I am so thankful for our families and friends for supporting us and giving us words of encouragement, and I'm thankful for the peace that God has provided us. February 6, 2021, we received a positive pregnancy test once more, and I'm so excited to share we are expecting our beautiful rainbow baby, Natalie Alani. We have prayed for her, and we celebrate 20 weeks on Thursday, May 13th. It has been such a wonderful pregnancy so far. On Mother's Day, she gave me the best gift of filling her kick for the first time. I'm grateful to be able to experience the gift of becoming a mom once more. God's timing is always perfect, and if your faith is as big as a mustard seed, mountains will be moved. The journey of becoming a mom can be hard, but it is one of the most beautiful journeys to be on. Those flutters from the womb, smiles, hugs, kisses, and I love yous always make every moment worth it. A favorite inspiration, Lacey Carney, co-founder, Second Milk. Lacey Carney, a wife and mom of six, is also co-founder of Second Milk a 501 c that that is committed to saving the lives of malnourished and orphaned babies in third world countries around the globe. She and her husband, Jason, started Second Milk after seeing firsthand the essential need for infants to receive basic sustenance to survive. Their family ran an orphanage in Malawi and were tasked with providing care to orphaned children left with them in a life-threatened, weakened state. These children were malnourished, being without the source of food, typically provided at an early stage from their mother's milk. That's where the second milk came to fruition. Lacey is instrumental in providing education on this need by encouraging others to sponsor a child to give them milk. Through donations, the second form of milk is provided for the child and the results are miraculous. Now living in Northwest Arkansas with her family, Lacey continues to have such a giving and caring heart, providing all she can to raise awareness and save lives. She is truly a favorite inspiration. For more information about Second Milk and or to support this ministry, visit www.secondmilk.org. That's www. the number 2 ndmilkorg Every Single Moment by Ladina Duncan Dear single parents, having raised two children alone, I understand firsthand the joys and struggles of being a single parent. Being a single parent, you often feel like you are pulled in a million different directions because, let's face it, you are. While the journey can be exhausting, it has truly been the most rewarding experience of my life. Regardless of your situation, know your children are watching and will learn from your path. For me, this meant setting goals and letting my kids watch me achieve them. Personally, I knew this meant going back to school to complete my degree. With the support of the Single Parent Scholarship Fund of Northwest Arkansas, I achieved this goal. While doing so, I had to rely heavily on my support system and make some amazing friends along the way. My children have always been my inspiration and reason for everything I do. Now a sophomore and senior in college, I can see the fruits of my labor of love pay off. My advice to any single parent would be to be mindful of the time and not be too hard on yourself. Be present for your kids and make sure you are doing what you must do to take care of yourself. Time is going to pass regardless, so use every single moment wisely. Ladina Duncan is currently the board chair of the Single Parent Scholarship Fund of Northwest Arkansas. For more information about scholarship opportunities for single parents, visit their website at www.spsfnwa.org. To the Working Moms, by Lindsay Brochures. To the Working Moms, it has really been a hard year, hasn't it? We have worked from outside the house, from inside our homes, from offices, from cars, and from mobile hotspots in the middle of nowhere. We raised our kids while working and suddenly became homeschooling moms, or at the very least tutors, all while reteaching ourselves the joys and agonies of fourth grade dioramas, high school physics, and how to make all of that work via Zoom or Google Classroom. We have attempted to keep everything afloat, our businesses, our colleagues, our families and friends, all while taking care of everyone else first and during a global pandemic just add it to the list of a typical day in the life of a working mom. If you look at the bare minimum, we kept little people alive during a global pandemic, and that makes us superheroes. But in many cases, we balance the impossible, and that makes us, well, moms. I see you, I honor you, I praise you. I know that sometimes your only 10 minutes of silence in the day is during your commute to and from work, And sometimes you take an extra minute in the bathroom at work just to breathe. I know that you covet time with your children and yet simultaneously wish it was bedtime. I know that arriving to work with spit up, boobs leaking, chocolate versus poop dilemmas, etc. is par for the course and incredibly embarrassing. But years from now, you'll long for those days. I know that some days there's just no time. No time to cook, no time for parent-teacher conferences and soccer games and forgotten homework and the lost dance tutu, no time for your lunch, no time for your mental health, certainly no time for a personal life. I know that drive through kids' meals thrown into the backseat at a half-naked six-year-old wannabe soccer player changing into his sister's uniform, who is already ten minutes late for his game, is the new norm. I know that taking the wrong kid to the wrong practice is the new norm, or is that just me? I know that taking your work to kids' activities to finish your workday while watching pirouettes is not what you signed on for, but we do it because being a working mom is doing those things and so much more. It is being a taxi driver and an event coordinator, cruise director, and insert your job title here. This past year, though COVID presented plenty of heartache and struggles, was a year of growth and pride for me personally. I was able to be a proud working mom, showing my kids that I could, at times, balance my obligations, my family, the drama of a global pandemic, and my job, which requires me to work with many people who have compromised health issues, etc. It gave us opportunities to discuss selflessness to talk about how much I love working and how much I enjoy what I do, and gave my kids a chance to see a woman in my position making high level decisions. I hope I'm showing them that they too can be anything they wanna be. Maybe you work because you are the sole breadwinner. Maybe you work because your family needs two incomes. Maybe your job is your passion. Maybe you work to make a difference in the world. Perhaps it is a mix or match of these as it is for me. Regardless of the reason, you matter. You make a difference and you are being looked up to in more ways than you can know. You are seen. You are amazing, mama. Lindsay is a mom of three and works as the Director of Adult Development at Lifestyles Incorporated in Northwest Arkansas. Compliments to Carrie from a mother to a daughter by J.R.B. You are beautiful and you are smart. You are a unique work of masterful art. You are majestic and you are profound. You are the earth and the clarity of sound. You are a bright reflection of the ocean's coral. You are the most pristine and the rarest of pearls. A few mistakes you will be allowed. Your smile will shake the unfamiliarity of a crowd. You carry yourself with a confidence unknown, for God has collected many seeds into your cone. He pours in his grace to calm your worrisome soul. By showing you destinies, you alone are meant to go. You are a blessed treasure and strong is your insight. You must tell yourself this each day and every night. Favorite Advice My husband's grandmother is 90 years old, and she recently shared some words of wisdom she applied that kept her driving safely for so long. She told me that she would go out of the way to find a light to ensure she didn't have to cross traffic unsafely. By taking the light, she had less chance of an accident. Wow. What a revelation, I told her. Isn't that what we all should do? Go out of our way to follow God's light? And when we do, there's less chance of an accident. Yes, there are shorter ways of us getting to places, but those places may have more risks because we must turn and take the chance of relying on ourselves. But with a light, we know when to go. Yes, we may have to wait for permission, but when we do, we know that everything will be all right because we are going when the Lord says to go. Do you have any? advice from a loved one you would like to share email jolana at GitPeakpotential.com. generations of dreams by jrb i love my mom with all my heart but i never thought i was just like her that is until i learned more about her In 2016, my mom suffered a brain aneurysm, which led her to be in an induced coma for 10 days. Nearly every day as I waited by her side, family members would call and visit. They would tell me stories about my mom when she was younger, stories I never knew. She was a fighter, literally, and stood up for her six siblings being the oldest and she never backed down. It was then I realized why she always encouraged me to stand up for myself when someone tried to bully me at school or even now as an adult. She was wanting me to be just like her. I was a shy little girl and more than anything, I hated confronting others with my feelings. Thankfully, I have changed by learning how to set boundaries and share more, even when uncomfortable. When my mom miraculously recovered and began to slowly get better, I started to want to know more. I asked about how she was when she was a girl, like what dreams she had when she was growing up in Mississippi. I found out that she loved to write creatively, and she not only enjoyed it, but she was talented, winning several essay contests as a young girl. She was even featured for her work in the local newspaper. She wrote stories about her reality about the life she led and the life she wanted to live. In that way, I'm just like her. I would have never known if I hadn't asked. Now I understand both her journey and mine a bit better. And I love how both our dreams are coming true through the generations. Who is your generational partner? A person who shares your same dream. Is it a mentor, a friend, a family member? I would love to hear more. Feel free to share your story by emailing Jolana at gitpeakpotential.com dot com. That's J O L A N A at G E T P E A K P O T E N T I A L dot com. A Mother's Heart by J R B Your heart is precious, yet you give it every day to the hurting, to the healing, to the helpless and afraid. You hear our call and answer to the enemy you always say. You can't have this one, no, I have shown her his way. Because your heart is special, you can start another race, covered in majesty and splendor, with an undeniable gift of grace. You selflessly surrender to succumb to his pace. You, my mother, has left an indelible trace. The mark of a mended heart you give to every wounded soul you meet, for you share your wisdom with others to ensure that we live in increase. Thank you for listening to Favor, a Peak Potential newsletter coming out the 19th of every month. Visit GetPeakPotential.com for more information on our services.